0: Namaste, we are with Kothamji Ji again for our next podcast. Kautam, thank you so much for your time. Most welcome, Nick. Kotham, so today I wanted to do a episode with you on a very important topic that is mm-hmm. on Rinanu bandan, And this is something that we hear in the Satcharit, something that Baba emphasized a lot. So anybody who is familiar with Baba's life and teachings, This one concept is sort of echoed again and again, and recently on the channel, we post a Leela that Vinima had recited, and this particular story actually was on the concept of renanu bandan and how uh, you know Baba has taught us so much. I mean, the whole crux of the teaching I felt is in this one story. Mm-hmm. And I wondered if we, you know we could have a discussion
1: around that katha. Sure. In fact, Nick, uh, I have seen this video. I think you put it up just uh, yesterday or day before, if I'm not mistaken. Yes. And uh, Rinanubandhan, very little is spoken about traditionally or in scriptures, but it is there. But what I love about uh, Baba is that He has explained it very clearly. So yes, we will go into that.
0: And Gautam, in this particular story, I mean, it's such an astonishing one, so if someone's not heard it, I would encourage them to hear this, because we will be referring to this one, I guess, quite a lot. Right. But uh, it's such an amazing story because if you see, this lady has had the most extreme example of, uh, you know, her expectation from the family, mm. where uh, she had a difficult childhood, took care. just a crux of the story. She took care of her family and her siblings, and then she felt abandoned. Yes, And uh, just when she was sort of giving up, then Baba appeared to her, not only did He heal her, give her a reassurance, but He told her. Uh, about her past ties and how this was there in Anuban with uh, her and her siblings mm-hmm. and uh, you know I felt the first takeaway could be uh, for anyone in their life if they are suffering or they feel there is something that doesn't feel right with some of their relationships, seeing it from this light would create a massive transformation in their outlook towards life right. So, Gautam, if you could talk a little
1: bit about uh, that aspect. Yes, Nick. Uh, you see, what Baba has made very clear is that we, all our relationships, are on account of Arinanu Bandhan. This word is one could loosely translate as Bandhan, of course, is a bond or bondage, right? It is a cosmic debt of a relationship more specifically, let's say, a relationship from the long-gone past. So Baba had this uncanny ability, where He could just see someone, in fact His closest disciples, and could say how many lives He has known them for. Am I right about that? Yes, yes. So that is, He could see the bandhan. Similarly, He would tell people who came to Him, that you and so-and-so have known each other for so many lifetimes. He could see that also, because after all, he was all-seeing, all-pervading. He was the Source. So Rinanu Bandhan, Baba was very clear, is the reason why people come together, because there is a debt of the relationship pending to be squared off. Yes. We come together on account of Rinanu Bandhan. So the family one is born in, the friends one has, the enemies one has, the people one doesn't like, are all on account of this cosmic debt of a prior relationship. Very important, I really want to emphasize this to our audience, that everyone in your life is on account of a relationship, which is on account of bandhan. Okay? Now this very beautiful story, which is not in the satcharita and the, you made a podcast of it, fundamentally shows this girl who has siblings, the parents have died when they are young. She really looks after the siblings well, nurtures them and in that process she loses out on the opportunity to get married at that point. And as she grows older, and falls ill, if I remember correctly, she reaches out to her siblings for support, who by now have moved on to different places and all that stuff, and none of them responds in her favour, none of them comes to her help. So she is deeply dejected and disappointed, and the thought is, I did so much for them, I took care of them, and now they are not responding. That is the crux of the story, and Baba then steps in and explains it. So here, this is actually... anyone listening to this podcast, it talks about their relationships, our relationships, yours and mine. These relationships are on account of Rinanu Bandhan. Expectation is a different story. So, if you are doing something for someone, it is because of the debt you owe that person. You may not know it consciously, but it would only happen because the Rinna is still pending. Yes. It does not mean that the other person has to reciprocate because. For the other person, there may not be any Rinna left in the relationship. It must have been your turn to give this time, not to give and take. We want in life to give and take, you see. That is how the thinking mind functions. I have done this for so-and-so, therefore so-and-so should do this for me. It doesn't work like that. So, what happens? In relationships, we end up frustrated, because we have built all these expectations from our relationships, how people should behave with us, how they should be with us, and invariably we are let down, because expectations lead to frustration, because we may not get what we thought we would. So what Baba tells this girl that, look, it was your duty to take care of your siblings in this life, and you took care of them, and the rina ended there, the bondage finished there in that sense, because they did not have that packet left to repay to you in this life. So putting this thing on them, that I did this, therefore you should do that, you have to forget that drama, you have to drop it, and don't worry, I am there to take care of you. That is what he says. Now, we all have to see one very important point here. The biggest mistake which Baba pointed out, which this girl was making, was this feeling that I did this for them, that Doership is the problem, you see? You think you did it, therefore you must be repaid. This is what Baba, in all His teachings, would constantly hit upon this point, the point of Doership, which you think you are doing, and that is where all the pride and arrogance comes in. You are not the Doer. In the girl's case, it was the Rina which operated, which made her take care of her siblings. But she went and extended that in the duration of time, and rightfully so, in the sense the mind works like that. If I have taken care of this one, this one will take care of me that has to be seen as the nature of the mind, it is not about right and wrong. So what Baba shows is two things here... One is, are you really carrying this sense of Doership in your relationships? I am doing this for this one, I am doing that for that one... and two, do not have expectations, because if the rina is over, you will not get back what you think you'd like to get back. What is the result? Peace, calm, and an acceptance of God's Will, accepting that no one truly does anything. In her case, it means she had to accept that her siblings were not deliberately not coming to her help, you see... she had to accept that that was the destiny, that was their destiny, not to come running to her, and it was her destiny too, that my siblings don't come back to me. So when the sense of Doership got removed for her, then there was no blame and condemnation. Earlier, she was blaming and condemning them. See how selfish they are, they didn't come back, I did so much. But when you accept this is the Leela of God, this is the Leela of Baba, and in her very special case, Baba comes to her in his Kafni, that too, not even disguised as someone else, sits with her and explains to her that, look, it's not them doing anything, the renanubandhan is finished, and you will get a man coming into your life with so-and-so name, who will take care of you. I've come to tell you that. What does that mean? That means her Renanubandhan is with that man, and he will be coming into her life, because he has to give back to her this time, by taking care of her. Yes. So you see, these expectations of people and our relationships, it's a big facade. This is what Baba is showing us. You have an expectation, you're setting up yourself for a big fall because that is what most of us do, you see. So, most beautiful story, and please, when you listen to it, listen to it with one eye on your own relationships, because Baba is always talking to you. The story is the medium of communication. We don't want to hear the story and say, Baba, very good story, and keep the story aside. Please look at all your relationships family relationships, friends, colleagues at work, or even the strangers you meet on the road, in the bus, on the train, or wherever. Those are all forms of Rinanubandhan. Please look at them, that is a beautiful spiritual exercise. Look at them in this light, that Rinanubandhan is something where the accounts have to be squared off, Nobody truly does anything, so don't hold people guilty of not giving back what you think they should give back in the relationship. Yes.
0: Gautam, in this particular story, I found one other very important aspect that this story sort of brings out for all of us to learn, and I would like to talk to you about that as well. Uh, Most people, when they live, they tend to have... I think, by default, we are conditioned to have certain expectations or depend on people, place, circumstance, thing, whatever. And in this particular case, it shows... it's a very nice example of when one surrenders to Baba, how the Source or Baba or God takes over your responsibility. See, in this case, this lady had been given an assurance her parents that, they will be taken care of by Baba. Mm -hmm. And obviously, she might not have known or remembered that, but I felt if every devotee in their own life, in their own way, for everything small... like I as an example, Mm -hmm. she depends on Baba for everything. To her, it doesn't matter if family members, friends, other people, or whoever, Mm -hmm. uh, say anything, there are no expectations, her single point of everything goes to Baba. And I felt this is a very nice example because, in one sense, everyone is going to abandon you by the structure of creation itself. Loved ones will pass away, this will happen, that will happen. Mm. But the source, that is Baba, is eternal. So, if one could start looking at their lives in that way as well, I felt as a filter that, you know, in one way, depending on or having hopes rather for finding fulfillment. In anything outside but Baba, uh, I felt
1: would be another aspect to sort of uh, contemplate. Yes, so actually it's uh, the same thing as what Baba himself said, you know, that if you see me in everybody, then what happens? You will no longer accuse individuals of doing anything because it's Baba doing it. Now, someone like I, she is already living it, correct? So let's say if she is encountering a difficult relationship, she knows that it cannot happen without Baba's will. Yes. That is the degree of surrender. Because if the master is the master, he knows everything. So that itself gives comfort to the devotee, you see, because you know that this difficulty would not be placed before me unless it was Baba's will. So it is already accepted. The fact that that person is not the doer is already accepted. The fact that she sees Baba in that person's form is already happening. Therefore, the rina is not perpetuating. You see, when there's conflict in a relationship, we perpetuate the Rinanubandhan. Like let's say a couple which gets starts fighting after 2-3 years of marriage, right? like a tennis match, going back and forth, no, you said this, no, you said this, no, you said this, you said this... and all this goes on all the time. This is the Rinanu Bandhan being perpetuated, because we are blaming each other, we are condemning each other. So to get out of the Bandhan, to snap this bond, if there's an acceptance that nobody does anything, if one sees Baba in every form, this action-reaction loop breaks. This action-reaction loop is what keeps us reincarnating, Yes. reincarnating even in the same situation. Let's say we have a point of view which someone doesn't agree to, and we keep defending it, keep defending it, keep arguing, keep fighting... We are reincarnating into the same story again and again, because we've held our point of view, we don't like what the other is doing, this action-reaction loop is going on and on, this Bandhan is not going to break, but when you accept his point of view is as valid as mine, I don't have to prove my point, I've said it once or twice, you stop playing the tennis match, so there is no reaction anymore, then you become the witnessing presence, or you walk away. So you don't perpetuate the Rinanubandhan, you see. Most of us, in our lives, are perpetuating this bond, with all these attributes of hatred, malice, ill-will, spite, jealousy, envy, you know, all these things... Blame, condemnation, pride, arrogance... all this baggage drops... I mean, this story is such a shining example, because obviously even your friends will not take care of you, in most instances, like your siblings, and here this girl is let down by her siblings, this is what Baba is showing. Yes. Like Nick, you yourself said that everything is just a facade, it can fall down. So in her case, her world came crumbling down, her siblings didn't come to her help, and it took Baba to come and show her that these are your expectations. The rina is finished. So, it's a most beautiful story, and uh, I'm glad you mentioned I because you know, if the audience actually went and saw such people in action in their daily living, they would realize that they are not blaming people, they are not condemning people, they have accepted people for who they are. And, like you said, she has left everything on Baba.
0: Gautam, that's so well explained. You know what you've just said about I and how you know there's so much devotees can learn. I feel from these films by seeing their examples, the shining examples like of Hemama, I and the other devotees. And uh, Gautam, around that, it also takes me to an important point, which is that this uh, Renanuban leela. Is such a beautiful example of Baba's word, what his promises are to his devotees, and how even after his Mahasamadhi, every day millions of devotees experience his promise. And I feel this would be a major motivation for a devotee to read the Charitra from this light, to hear these Leelas from this light, and you know, almost I mean, implement it in their lives with faith, then the same incident and that grace of Baba is equally accessible to all. And that takes me to something we just published recently, Gautam, it is a beautiful chant of Sai Sai, which Jyoti has done recently, and Baba has given a promise in the Charitra that if one repeats my name, Sai Sai, repeatedly, it is my responsibility to take them even across the seven seas, and that is a huge thing. And you know, this particular job is so simple. I feel if any devotee can hear it every morning and night, and you know, play it all day, or just sort of meditate yes. on it, it is going to have a massive. Tru- I mean, it could not be simpler than just chanting Baba's name internally all day hearing it, or meditating on it, because this is Baba's promise. This was my takeaway from the Rinanuband Leela, and I'm so happy we've got this, by Baba's grace, this chant with Jyoti. Uh, It's a beautiful one, very simple, so I I would encourage, if people have not heard it, if devotees have not heard it, that uh, they just go on the channel, it's just recently uploaded, and I feel this is a very special one for devotees. Yes,
1: and uh, you know the thing with chanting is, when you constantly hear it, or you recite it yourself, what happens is that the Japa becomes the Ajapaja, means even without you consciously reciting it, it will start on its own, within you. So that is what happened, so it's a beautiful idea to... since you say the recording is up now, that we can just play it in our environment all the time, you know?
0: Absolutely. And Gautam, one last thing before we finish today's podcast, it's a very special announcement about a very, very exciting project we've just put together. So it's called Sai Mala, it's a private community of devotees to come together. As the volunteer program came together, you know, a lot of work started happening, and many of the volunteers started telling me that they are so grateful that they are doing Baba's work, and more important, they mentioned one thing, that they've had some amazing friendships um, with each other, which would have not happened otherwise, and that reminded me of what you would say, that, you know, when one is on the path, one can feel alone and sort of... uh, so. Then we said, hey, you know, we should just put together our own social community, and we've put it together on saimala.net.
1: So the link will be in the description. Wonderful. So this is a mala of the volunteers who have offered their services. Am I right? So if
0: anyone is impacted by the teaching, if anyone is interested in volunteering, if they are really committed to Baba, we want them on board they can get together and it's a private social network where they are filtered in so it's anyone can't sign in and come on board so it's filtered we want to know who they are how they've been impacted by the work so then the people that come in together have a lot in common they know about all the speakers uh, you know in some ways they want to volunteer and the volunteers can help each other, there's so many possibilities in this. I think it's by far the most exciting project we've come together with. Basically, on the website saimala.net, there's more information about the project. People can send an email on the address over there. And uh, they can just write a little brief about them, why they want to be part of this community, and in time, as we screen them, we will send them invites.
1: Yeah, I think it's beautiful because, uh, you know, like you just mentioned, they are spread all over the globe, and this becomes like a satsang, you know, like of guru brothers and guru sisters coming together, and uh, especially. People are sometimes in cities and towns, uh, where they don't know whom else to connect with, who are serious Baba devotees. So this provides the platform for that. It's a beautiful idea, Nick.
0: So there's so much to learn from each other, and I felt this is a great project, so I'm very excited about it. Everybody can just write in and let us know, so all the information's there on the website.
1: Yeah, wonderful. All the best for this new project.
0: Yeah, it's Baba's grace. And thank you. Even you were part of the inspiration because again and again I would hear it in uh, the podcast from you. So I said this is just gonna be great. Like people who know you know, are bound by that common thread. Yeah, getting them yes, together. Wonderful you know, Nick. Great. Keep up the good work. It's all in grace. Yeah. Thank you, Gautam. Okay. Thank you. All the best. So looking forward to the next podcast. Constance. Likewise. Take care. And you take care. Yeah. Stay safe. Bye. Yeah, bye.